News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The massive car bomb in Oma exploded at 10 past 3 in the heart of the town's busy shopping area at the junction of Drumra Avenue and Market Street. A telephone warning earlier saying the bomb was at the courthouse 400 yards away meant that many people were evacuated from the courthouse end of the town and inadvertently walked straight into the path of the bomb. People who were on the scene almost immediately described what they saw as a battlefield with bodies lying on the road and in and around the shattered buildings. Yeah, that was the scene 25 years ago today when 29 people were killed in that horrendous OMA bombing. Uh, Bertie Ahern was Taoiseach at the time. He joins us now. Uh, Taoiseach, I can remember where I was when I heard the news. Um, do, do you remember where, where you were when news came through of this awful atrocity? Uh, good morning, Shane. I, I do. I, I was in my constituency office in, in St. Luke's. I had just come back from, from Kerry uh, the day before and I was in on Saturday evening trying to do a bit of a catch-up work and my brother Morris who was listening to BBC radio on a sports event um, heard that there had been a bomb so he rang me almost immediately um, so I, I was on to the, to the Gardaí immediately and um, you know, slowly the word was coming through that this wasn't just a, a, another bomb because there had been a number of bombs in, in that period um, since from the Good Friday Agreement uh, up until then most of them had been thwarted or there was no nobody killed, but uh, it became very clear within an hour that they, they had huge tragedies and a huge number of people. And as you said, 29 people plus the, the two unborn babies. Um, so uh, I remember that day I went straight to government buildings and I was there until late in the night and very quickly became a world story because I suppose, you know, it, it, a lot of the international media, it wasn't that long since they had been doing programmes of the of the Good Friday Agreement and the subsequent referendum vote in, in the 22nd of May. Um, so uh, it was fresh in the, in the international people's minds, but it, it was a horrific, horrific event. And um, it, it led afterwards. So I might spend most of that week uh, up the north. I was back in, in, in Market Square and up to the hospital and you know, meeting the, the, the people who were involved, the, the ambulance people and the fire brigade people and then we visited many of the houses which is a vision we'll always stick in mind we're going to the houses where a lot of the children were laid out um, and waked in, in different parts of, of, of the north and of course we always remember there was a lot of international students killed as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely uh, horrendous. Uh, we were speaking to uh, Michael Gallagher uh, who you will of course know as father of Aidan who was killed uh, in Oma. He was speaking to us, Irtishuk, uh, about the the, uh, the OMA inquiry that the British government uh, has established. Just to have a listen to what what he said to us yesterday. As far as I remember, I'm not sure if it, if it was the Taoiseach or the Tarnished, it was actually in Belfast. And he said that the Irish government would not be found wanting. Now, what, you know, what that means in reality, I'm not quite sure. But um, the, both ministers gave us a guarantee they made, well, I guarantee a promise when we met with them that there would be full cooperation. So I think that's for, I'm, I'm going to stay on the positive side. Yeah, he, he was very much uh, staying on the positive side. But he's also been speaking in recent days about how just the, the struggle for, for the families to get, um, I suppose, to shine a light on what happened and to get that pu- public inquiry. Is it 
is it the right decision to go ahead with it, do you think, by the British government? And what should the Irish government do to, to help, do you think? Yeah, well, well, first can I just say Michael Gallagher, I've, I've, I've met him, as you said, many, many times, and I have huge respect for him. He, he's a very dignified man who has fought the, the case for the uh, the OMA bombing victims and their families, extended families, uh, over a quarter of a century. Um, I, I've had several meetings with him as Taoiseach and met many of the people involved even since then. And um, he, he is a, he's a wonderful, dignified person. And I, I think it it's, it's beholds everybody to assist the, the inquiry. Uh, I know that Tony has said that, that they'll do that. Um, and, you know, the, the issue, Shane, you, you'll recall it well and your, your, your listeners, but the issue was that a number, there was great intelligence within the real IRA by the security forces, and they had thwarted a number uh, of their actions over that summer uh, of 1998. Uh, it was well known that there was a, a hardcore group um, who were in the real IRA, who, who you know, some of them have since passed and some of them served long sentences. Um, but they, they had been um, very active uh, over that period. And intelligence, they, the, the rumour was, and you know maybe it's more than a rumour, that the intelligence that day was that they were tracking the bomb and tracking the, the bomb when it was made. Um, now, I think what would be very important for the relatives and maybe for all of us so that lessons are learned for the future, you know, what actually happened? Was it a question that the tracking was missed somewhere along the way or was it lost or, you know, and then of course there was, there was the botched um, uh, warning which they said it was the bomb was at the, the, the courthouse and the um, RUC as it was then pushed the people down from the courthouse right down into Market Square. Uh, I walked that spot a, a number of times and, you know, you could see exactly what happened. So rather than people getting a warning to get away, and from the event, they were pushed right into where the bomb went off. So I think what was the movements and what happened and what was the intelligence? And I think that's what Michael Gallagher and, and his people want, want to want Yeah, to absolutely. So there, should, there should be full. Um, I, I, maybe in some of these events you can't get to the full story, but I have a feeling a, a, a lot can be gained from the inquiries to try and... Uh, should we, should there be an inquiry south of the border as well? I don't think so. I, I, to, to be honest, I, I, I think there's full cooperation nowadays. You know the intelligence and the communications. Um, uh, not, 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 not to say a sour note, uh, Shane, because I don't want to do that at this day. But I, I hope some of the, uh, I hope we, we cooperate uh, maybe better than some of the security forces uh, cooperated with us, um, particularly MI5, MI6 on the Dublin Manor bombings. Yeah. Um- we're, we're 25 years on from the Good Friday Agreement, 25 years on today from that awful, awful atrocity. Does it, does it depress you? Does it get you down when you see the kind of thing that's happening at the moment with the, um, uh, with, with, uh, the still dissident groups and the threat there is now to PSNI officers? Does that make you despair a little bit? Well, you know, it, 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 is, it is very upsetting, quite honestly, Shane, because... Um, the, the one really good thing out, out of a lot of the Good Friday Agreement was the reform of the RUC to the new organisation, the PSNI. Uh, PSNI have been very successful. They have been, they have brought in a huge recruitment of, of, of Catholics and nationalists um, into the force. 
uh, that has been good. Uh, they've done a really good job. I think the police authority in the north is seen as a, a very good body. And internationally, the police and I are seen as a, a very good police force. So what, what's happened, I, you know, why it's happened, I, I just don't know. I don't get it, how 10,000 people were all in one system, particularly high in intelligence people. But anyway, I'm sure that'll all come out in the, in, in the wash. But it, 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 is, it is very uh, upsetting. And of course, it, it has to be said as well, Shane, that the, the reasons dissidents um, get lifeblood to keep going uh, is when there's political instability. Um, so uh, out of all of this, I hope that this autumn we will see the institutions back again because when politicians uh, stop cooperating and stop acting, uh, it leaves the space, and we know that from from 50 years of the troubles in the north, and it's filled, and the vacuum is filled uh, by troublemakers and and people who are worse than troublemakers, and you know that that that's the difficulty. So I I hope politicians on uh, all sides can you know find ways of of moving on and do not be leaving the. Uh, the road open for 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 those who that that want to see uh, Northern Ireland continue to be a place of of, of terror. Irtisha Bertie Ahern, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.